And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gents. This is a boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 3, Episode 12. And today's topic is the alarming number of missing people in the United States is very alarming. You know shortly what kind of wine I am drinking. So, ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go! And ladies and gents, once again, this is a boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome and international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 3, Episode number 12. And once again, the topic is the alarming number of missing people in the United States is very alarming. And today is Saturday, October 23rd, 2021, and the weather here in the city beautiful will be mostly sunny with the highest of 87 and lowest of 75. And ladies and gents, before I jump right on the topic, I'll let you know what kind of wine I am drinking here at Casa Casanova. And today I am drinking this wine. This is the first time that I'm having, but I have this brand before, and the brand is Dark Horse. It's a rosé from California, vintage of 2020. This one's kind of new, one year old, but let's see, according to the front label, it says dry, bright, and crisp. And on the back label, it says Dark Horse, the unexpected winner. For us, winning means bringing your exceptionally craft and well-balanced wine that over delivers on your expectations. We do this by working side by side with 400 of the California's finest grape growers to earn the first pick of their harvest. We taste a wine of 100 times before you pour your first glass. The result? A refreshingly dry rosé with notes of fresh red fruit and bright crisp finish. Then alcohol percentage per vial, I'm surprised, it's 13%, ladies and gents, is look like a creep up to me. <laughs> Don't play around with this rosé, so let me pour a glass to see what this rosé is all about. And nice, it's not the glass that you get if you go to a bar or a restaurant. Now here, I'm very generous over the glass of wine at Casa Casanova. So let me see what this wine is all about. Ladies and gents, this wine smells delicious and definitely is very crispy. 
Yes, for those wine, white wine drinkers, you will definitely like this rosé right here. Very, very good rosé. I definitely recommend. Once again, it's dark horse. And you're going to see, if you go to my page today, Facebook page, or my Instagram page, you're going to see a picture of this wine for today's episode, ladies and gents. So, let's jump right on the topic. And the reason that I decided to talk about today's topic is because, as you notice, I made a couple episodes related to Gabriel Petito and also the lovely young lady, Miss Marcano, that this basically, the, first of all, they are missing. And then, you know, the case about the median, but... I did my search even a little bit deeper to find out what's going on in the United States as well. And also I'm going to talk about the young man. Now that unfortunately a very bright young man that, that had a very bright future. But unfortunately he's no longer with us. But I will explain this a little bit on blockchain. But so I found a couple articles today and the first article was... I found on viventsource.com and breaks down about state some information. So listen to this. It doesn't say here. Uh, okay, this was launched on February 2008, February 18th of this year, and was written by Cade Kiniston. And the article's title is, Which State Have the Most Missing Persons? And according to NEMUS, over 600,000 people go missing each year in the United States, ranging from young children to older individuals. Famous missing person cases such as the Elizabeth Smart and Jamie Claus disappearances are well-known missing persons cases, but countless other cases never make it to the spotlight. Na National Missing Person Day, February the 3rd, gives the nation an opportunity to focus from more on finding those missing persons and some states are even spending, expanding those efforts. Arizona holds a missing in Arizona day each year where forensic experts and law enforcement take information, notes, and recordings about missing individuals in hopes of finding some of those people. Below, we explore which state have the most missing persons to help keep you informed about this epidemic. So the methodology over here of this basically study is the team of the vivitingsource.com gathered data, data from the National Missing and Identified Person System to see which states have the most and least amounts of missing persons per capita. The state population recorded recording recorded came from the 
2017 America Community Survey One Year Estimates. The data highlights a missing person is identified as anyone which whereabouts is unknown whatever, whatever the circumstances of disappearance. They can be considered a lost person, someone who has voluntarily gone missing, or someone who is missing against their will. In our search, we uncovered some compelling data about missing persons. All of the 15,207 people currently missing in the U.S., approximately 60% are male and 40% are female. The average age of people when they go missing is around 34. As of January 2019, there are 106 children currently missing who were younger than a year old when they went missing. Alaska has the most missing persons per capita with 41.8 people missing per 100,000 population. Massachusetts has the least missing person per capita with 1.8 people missing per 100,000 population. However, California has the most missing persons in total with 2,113 missing people. Rhode Island has the least with 20 people missing. The cities with the most missing people total include Los Angeles with 189, Phoenix 170, Houston 165, San Francisco 163, and Detroit 150. There are 12,459 undefined persons as January 2019. So now this article breaks down okay, the 10, the 10 states with the most missing persons. Missing persons per 100,000 population. So, like I say, Alaska is number one, 41.8. Arizona, second, 13. Oregon, 10.4. Washington State's coming fourth with 8.7. Vermont coming in fifth with 8.7. Maine, six, 8.1. Wyoming, seventh, 7.8. Eight, Hawaii coming eighth with 7.5, New Mexico coming ninth place on 6.8, and Montana, Montana coming tenth with 6.8. Now the 10 states with fewest missing person, number one is Massachusetts. With 1.8, second place Rhode Island, 1.9, third place Georgia at 2.4, fourth place is Illinois, 2.5, fifth 
5th place Wisconsin with 2.6 7th place no 6th place 6th place is New Hampshire New Hampshire Shire with 2.6 Indiana comes in 7th with 2.8 8th place is South Dakota with 2.6 and Iowa Ninth place with 2.7 and the tenth place of fewest missing persons by state is Kansas. Kansas City, ladies and gents. Another article that I found that's related to this topic is found on the FBI.gov. They have some statistics from the 2020 NCIC missing person and unidentified person statistic. This is a compilation of statistics from the National Crime Information Center, the NCIC app. NCIC missing person and unidentified persons files for the 2020 operational year. So this is the most recent statistic related to this topic. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's 11 pages, but I found some here that I think is interesting. And break down right here. Oh, it's right here, the NCIC unidentified, unidentified person file. The NCIC unidentified person file came online in 1983. Records are retained indefinitely unless removed by the entering agency. The unidentified person files contains records of unidentified deceased person, person of any age who are living and unable to determine their identity, and unidentified catastrophe victims. As of December 31st, 2020, there were 8,284 unidentified persons records in the NCIC. During 2020, there were 800 unidentified persons records entered into the NCIC. The records entered into 2020 consisted of 530, is a total of 66% of deceased unidentified bodies, 12, that's 2% unidentified catastrophic victims and 258 is a 32% living persons who could not ascertain their identity. In 2020, 704 records were canceled or cleared by the entry agency for reasons such as remain being identified or the record being invalid. And there's one thing here that I think is important that this is, I think is interesting to me, that breaks down by gender and by race. 
So according to the 2020 end of the year active missing person record count by sex and race. So for the Asian population, female, they have 927 missing females and male 1,108. Blacks, for the black community, look at the description, ladies and gents. 13,899 missing females and males, black males, 14,302. Now, once come to the Indian, the Native Americans, not the Hindu people, Native Americans, 578 are females and 918 are males. Unknown, that's to say right here, doesn't specify exactly, but I have 4,182 females and 5,004. And then when it comes to the white community, we have a total of 20,993. No, 20,990 females missing and 27,720 males. Now, if you compare between white and blacks, if you see the population, keep in mind that uh, the black community is only 13% of the United States population compared to the whites. So even though the white numbers are higher, in percentage of the community, of course, the black community is the one that have the most of missing people. Once again, black females, 13,899, and black males, 14,302, ladies and gentlemen. And on this note, your boy Casanova is gonna take a quick, quick break. And once I come back, I'm going to talk about the disappearance of this young man named Jelani Day. So your boy Casanova is going to take a quick, quick break, and I'll come back shortly. Once again, this is your boy Casanova on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Good Laughs, the second and final block of this episode, ladies and gents. And so I'm going to talk about, now I say the young man that finally is no longer here. I don't know if you pay attention or saw this on the news, but the young man named Jelani Day, and I found this article on this www.thesun.com and the article's title is Body Found Who Was Body Found Who Was 
Jelani Day and what happened to him. This article was published on October 21st. That's the most recent article related to the story. And but he has been just you know disappeared missing since August of this year. And this article was written by Adrian Zarzut and Katrina Ishalon. Oh, the her last name is compl complicated. I believe it pronounced Shalomberger, Burger, something like that. Anywho, and the article goes as Jelani J.J. Day is, he was a college student who went missing in August 21st, August 2021st, and was found dead floating in the Illinois River. Day was last seen in Bloomington, Illinois, in August 24th, 2021, after not attending several days of classes. <clears throat> and who was Jelani Day? On October 9th, that was my birthday, ladies and gents, 2021, hundreds of people gathered to celebrate the life of Jelani Day at Denville High School in Denville, Illinois. A friend of Days wrote a song about him, which he shared at the tribute. The lyrics including whatever he wanted to do, he wasn't hesitant, believes in Jesus Christ, who he represents. Jelani Day, man, he could have been the president. Friends and family of the late day shared a multitude of stories about the young man, we cannot replace Brother Jelani Day, but we will continue our eternal love for him, said one of Day's fraternity brothers. Jelani Day was 25 years old, graduate student of Illinois, Illinois State University, where he was working through his master's degree in his speech pathologist. He vanished on August 24th, and two days later, Day's car was found in the wooded area miles away from where he was last seen. Day's mother, Carmen Bolden Day, has spoken out in pleading for more help finding her son following a massive wave of interest sparked in the case of Gabby Petito. What happened to Jelani Day on August 21st? Day went missing on August 24th, 2021. On August 26th, his vehicle was found located in Peru, Illinois, and an initial search took place involving canines, drones, and ground searches. That's why FBI was also involved. Authorities returned in September, September 4th, 2021, and found the body that would be identified as days floating in the Illinois River. LaSalle County Coroner confirmed days' identity through forensic dental identification and DNA testing on September 23rd, 2021, Bloomington Police say. In October 2021, 
right here. In October 2021, the new Epsilon chapter of the Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity at Alabama A&M University started an on, 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 online petition demanding states and federal authorities to take over the investigation from the Bloomington Police Department. Quote, this agency has shown the inability to handle a case of this nature. Unquote. The fraternity wrote in the petition, Jelani is loved and represents the absolute best of our love, loved fraternity. Therefore, bring those responsible for this heinous act to justice is not a request but a demand. The latter say, a person, persons responsible for Jelani's death is now walking our community free and will not rest, and we will not rest until those responsible are brought to justice. And if you go to the website, ladies and gentlemen, once again, it's www.sun.com. There's a, a link right there that you can click and sign the petition if you like to participate as well. And how did the learning die? It say right here, a case of death won't be given to cops carry out more toxicology testing the coroners of say on Thursday, September 23rd. Cops would not speculate whether day's death would be ruled a homicide. The college's graduate parents are appealing for help. In a statement released on September 23rd, they say there are no words to clearly communicate our devastation. We learned this morning, that was in September, from the LaSalle County Corner, the deceased man found in Peru, Illinois, on Saturday 4th. Saturday, September 4th, is Jelani. Our hearts are broken. We ask that you continue to pray for our family during what will be very hard days ahead. Throughout these 30 days, our very first concern was finding Jelani, and now we need to find out hashtag what happened to Jelani Day. Quote, at this moment, there are many questions then answers surrounding Jelani's disappearance and death, and that is where we found focus our energy. As, the, as, as of this moment, we do not know what happened to Delaney and we will not stop until we do. They added, this week we learned new evidence has been discovered and the police are working on new leads related to Delaney's disappearance. disappearance. This case is not closed and the investigation is not over. We still need people who have information to come forward. If you know anything about what happened to Jelani or had contact to Jelani in the days and weeks before his disappearance, please contact Bloomington Police, unquote. 
yes, ladies and gents. My final thoughts on this situation about this young man, and that's I would, that's another article too that came that was updated, of course, on October twenty-first. The CNN uh, article, reading by Nicole Chavez and Nicole Terry Ellis, and the title of. Uh, this article is as, as mystery surrounds the death of Jelani Day's family of missing black men plead for more accountability. And that was published on CNN website. And it says right here, I'm just going to just the top off, you know. The mother of Jelani Day's buried her son this week, but she won't be able to rest until the Illinois graduate student's death is no longer a mystery. Quote, I need to know what happened to my son, Carmen Bolden Days, uh, told CNN's John Berman on Thursday, I need them to do more than what they, are, have, what they have done. My Day's mother has been critical of authorities' efforts since her son went missing August 15th, and now she's arguing, arguing the FBI to get involved in the investigation of her son, the investigation of her son, uh, let me go back to the article right here, so I'm sorry about that, ladies and gents, uh, what is it right here, investigation of her son's death, like Several other families of missing black men are pleading for more accountability. Quote, I need the answers because the police departments that were involved in searching for my son and looking for my son and finding answers for my son failed me. Bolden, they added, they failed my child. And ladies and gents, for, for those that don't know, I don't know if the article is there, but... Once they found his body, ladies and gents, he was missing his teeth, he was missing a lot of internal organs, and he was missing his eyes. So every time that I think about a missing person, the first thing that comes to my mind is that movie called Taken with Leon Nielsen, that's a former known military or special agent, then that her 17, he's 17 years old, decide went to a trip with her, her girlfriend. Leah Nielsen didn't want to let, let the, the child go to France. Just the two of them, you know. But make a long story short, if you watch the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, her daughter ended up being kidnapped by uh, uh, traffic people. The human traffic ended up being on the sex slave of very healthy people. Now, be sold in the underground market. See, that's one number thing that number one thing that happens with now missing person. That could be a possibility. Second, and now is the organ traffic, ladies and gents, that is happening right now. So I'm concerned because I still have no two beautiful young ladies. I'm very concerned about their health and when they go out or whatever they're going to do with their life. Pay attention and be focused. Don't be drinking too much. Because you never know who's around you. That's my main concern as a parent. And number two, when I see this, see this statistics right here, that 
13,000, from according to the FBI report, 13,889 females are missing, and 14,302 black males are missing. It concerns me. And the two aspects of that I just so told you number one is now human trafficking, and number one is organ trafficking. Because unfortunately, now society, and I say it again, I don't care who you think is wrong because now, I coach our society, black lives don't matter. You know, and it's a concern of me. My concern is that, that we need to pay attention, we need to be vocal, and you now put on... How many, let me ask a question. How many people walk through Walmart and saw the wall of missing people and never pay attention? I'm guilty of that too. Because sometimes I walk by Walmart, I get whatever I need to get, and walk by, I see the wall of missing people right there, and nobody pay attention, nobody just go by their business. But until happen to you, everything is fun and good time until it happens to you. It's one of your children, or one of your family members, or one of your friends that have been missing. Now we're gonna pay attention. So ladies and gentlemen, definitely. Unfortunately, it's sad that once again, nothing against the Pedro Petito family, but we can see what happened when Petito, Miss Petito was missing, and also have thousands of other people that has been missing and they're talking about, and nothing has been done. So, I advise you guys to sign the petition if you want to, and be vocal on you express, because it could be your child, it could be your friend, could be your family member that would be missing on that situation. And once again, my condolences to the Dave family on this loss and have to bear her young man. And I quote you other reports that I saw. He was a very bright young man, you know, very focused on his studies, and he had a mission. He had a mission that should be somebody that had an impact in his community and once again I'm so sorry for his loss and I hope I hope the FBI get involved and resolve all this case now especially his case ladies and gents and on that note your boy Casanova would like to thank all of you people listening to this awesome international podcast Please keep sharing with, your, with all your family and friends. Good wine and great laughs. Podcast is come all the way from the bottom and moving straight to the top, aiming to be the number one spot. Feel free to visit my website, goodwinegreatlaughs.wordpress.com. My Facebook page is Good Wine and Great Laughs Podcast by Casanova the Comedian. And my Instagram, Instagram page is Casanova the Comedian. Listen to it, share it, make a comments, suggest any comments in the topic that you like for me to discuss. And I appreciate though, everything that we do for this podcast. Once again, this is your boy Casanova. Please be safe, be kind, and be blessed. Let's get out of here. Pushing my like a push out on the back, holding my